Well, good morning and God bless you. Wow, what a day to be alive. Come on, someone just stir yourself in the faith. Just say, what a day to be alive. Oh, you know how I feel about this. We are in the right time, the right place, uh, in the right season of life. And God has preordained that you be here now and you have a part and a gift. You've been gifted by God. You have a part to play in this end time season uh, that we call the end days, last days, end time. And this isn't a bad thing. I don't know why this is is stirring in me so big uh, in these uh, last few recordings or last few podcasts, but it is. Let me pray over you real quick. Lord, I thank you now. Oh, for revelation from heaven. I thank you, Lord, for deep insight. Lord, may you take us uh, to new levels, to new realms, that we would understand spiritual things, that we would understand the urgency of preaching the gospel, the urgency of funding the gospel, the urgency of drawing near to you. I thank you, Lord, that there's a job to do. There's assignments that have been given from heaven. And I just pray right now in Jesus' mighty name. I pray in Jesus' name that the body of Christ would understand, would wake up, would rise up, Uh, to the occasion would rise for this occasion in Jesus name. I pray Lord that you would download within us. Lord, I pray that you'd visit every single person, every child of the kingdom of God. I pray you'd visit us. I pray, Holy Spirit, you'd breathe on us fresh and new. I pray you'd shake us to the core and and awaken the body of Christ in Jesus' mighty name. I say, awake, 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 no more sleep. It's time to rise. It's time to shine. It's time to seek our God. It's time to activate the gift of the Holy Spirit that is within us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning once again. God bless you. Uh, I love you, believing with you. I got some things to talk to you about today, and I want to get right into it. First, I want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, verse 9. The Bible says, but, I, but as it is written, I hath not seen, nor uh, ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the spirit of man, which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we have uh, 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 we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. Let me reread verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God or by God, which things also we speak not in the words uh, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Wow. Glory to God. Come on, just say, wow. Glory to God. Amen. Yes. Now these things, these spiritual things that that, that man does not know or has, has not seen or has not heard yet, these aren't things uh, coming. Uh, yeah, those things as well, 
But there are things on this earth that man cannot comprehend without the Holy Spirit. Uh, the, the, the supernaturalness of God, the ability of God, uh, takes man beyond himself. But man can't go there in the flesh. Man can't go there in his soul. Uh, man only understands these things in his spirit. Come on, I've taught you this for 15 years I've been teaching. If you've been around me for any time at all within the last months, within the last year, within the last five years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, I've been teaching this one thing. Uh, you are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a body. You are a spirit. Say this with me. I am a spirit. Say it again. I am a spirit. I am a spirit. I am a spirit. Uh, you know, you're not a tongue. You're, you're not an ear. You're not an eye. You're not a body. You're not a flesh. You're, you're not a heart. You have those things, but you are a spirit. And the way God has created us is in his image and it's spiritual so that we can receive the things from heaven. We can receive downloads from heaven, supernatural downloads from heaven. And I'm telling you right now, there's too many Christians uh, living carnal Christian lifestyles. There, there's too many Christian leaders. There's too many Christian preachers. There's too many Christian elders. There's too many Christian deacons, uh, so on and so on, uh, so on and so forth. They, down the line it goes. There's just too many, and, and they're living carnal Christian lifestyle. You say, well, how do you know that? Well, you can see it on people. You don't have to be a genius uh, to figure out uh, who, is, who is spiritually sold out, who's received revelation from heaven, and who's like dense, and who is like, you know, I, I love God, but I'm limited. No, in the spirit, we're unlimited, and we got to become uh, unlimited to our world. We have to bring to our world supernatural help, and the only way to carry supernatural help is in the spirit. You can't touch the supernatural things of God in flesh. You can't comprehend. You can't conceive. You can't perceive the, the supernatural things of heaven in a carnal mindset or in your soul. Your spirit carries them. Your spirit's a carrier uh, of the deep things of God. Come on now. Say amen to this. Glory to God. I'm telling you, you people, and I'll say it like that because I'm kind of frustrated with a lot of people in the body of Christ, uh, you people that think you could just dip your toe in, in the waters of heaven and, and that's enough. You, you people that think you can just kind of meander in and meander out and there's no sacrifice uh, in your life and you think that pleases God, uh, you're wrong. There's too many people just trying to touch or dip their finger or dip their toe in, in the river of heaven and the stream of heaven and, and think that's enough. And they try to uh, appease God or, or try to please God and think, God, I show up. God, I give a little. God, I sing a little. God, I raise a hand. No, God wants us to be fully engulfed in the fires of heaven. You think about this in Matthew 3, John the Baptist, he had a baptism. He was a, His baptism was limited. John said, the one who comes after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I'm not worthy to buckle. Uh, he'll baptize you in the Holy Ghost and in fire, and his fan is in his hand. You think about that. There's a baptism of the Holy Ghost in fire, come on, that goes beyond your natural comfort. The baptism of the Holy Ghost in fire, it, it, it puts your spirit, it brings your spirit to life. It gives your spirit keen senses. Uh, your spirit should be so alert to the things of heaven, so in tune to the things of heaven. And then God put this fire on the inside of you, which is an energy from heaven. It's the supernatural energy. It's the dunamis power from heaven that gives you ability to burn and to go and, and to be fueled and refueled and to not stop. <clears throat> 
This fire from heaven, it, it'll cause you to burn for God till your last breath on this earth or till, till we're raptured. But I don't understand. I don't understand in churches across America, there's great churches, spirit-filled, spirit-led churches uh, with great and dynamic leaders and people called and ordained by God who obey God, who are in tune with God. And we have sanctioned service, sanctioned meetings. We have prayer times and people don't show up. I don't understand how uh, you are a spirit, you belong to God, but you think you can pick and choose uh, where we go, when we go, how we go. No, your life is not your own. Your body's not your own. You are a spirit. And God has ordained and has called you for this hour, for this season, to be a mouthpiece for him, to be a light for him, to shine for him to this world. And you're not going to do it sitting on your couch. You can't shine for God sitting in your car. You can't shine for God in your little hobby. You got to get out of your little hobby, out of your little life, and you got to let Jesus to begin to fan the flames, come on, of heaven, the Holy Ghost and fire, the flame of heaven. You got to allow him to fan that flame of heaven on the inside of you. Come on, someone say glory to God. Amen. Amen. There's a lot of work to do, and when we have the answer. I want to talk to you a little bit about this too. According to Isaiah, which is one of our great uh, prophets, and prophesied and his his prophecies are very important for the day in which we live but here in isaiah 60 i want to reread this to you uh the bible says arise shine isaiah 61 rise shine for thy light has come and the glory of the lord has risen upon thee now the light there is obviously we can look at salvation but we can also look uh fire is light as well so you just do what you want with that for the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Back to what I was saying. Uh, are, are people seeing his glory in you? Like, are you walking around? Like, if you're walking around, and you're a carrier of doom and gloom, or you're a carrier of blah, <laughs> you, you say you're, you. I, I say I just carry blah. Like everywhere I go, I'm blah. Everywhere I go, I'm miserable. Everywhere I go, I'm controversial. Everywhere I go, and I'm not talking about spiritually controversial. I'm talking about you're just one of them people. No, no. You know, hold on. You got born again. You're not you anymore. I hope this is helping somebody. You're not you anymore. You got born again. You traded your life for His life. For the life of Jesus Christ, you traded your life and your life is not your own any longer. So you can't do what you want any longer. It's called, I'll tell you what it's called. There's, there's two words. It's called discipline and maturity. Until you, 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 you become mature and discipline yourself to maturity, discipline yourself to maturity. And you can't do that naturally. You do that in a spiritual sense. Discipline yourself to pray in the Holy Ghost. Discipline yourself to study the word of God. Discipline yourself to live a holy life. Discipline yourself. Discipline your discipline. Biblically and, and, and spiritually discipline yourself to mature. You can't, it's almost impossible to be on fire for God and to be a light of God and, and be immature. Because immaturity is a reflection uh, of who you once were and a remnant uh, of who you once were, but kind of still are. And as we mature, we put off us and we put on him. Oh, come on now. I'm preaching really good. Yeah, go ahead. Say amen to that. So we are living in this last time, according to Isaiah 60. 
the Bible does say that there is, a, a, you know, there's going to be darkness, gross darkness, the people, but not us. Everybody say, but not me. And we got to get this in our head. The world is not on pause from becoming more lost and more evil. It's not on pause like everybody's like, we made COVID, we made this attack, things are going to get back to normal. No, nothing's getting back to normal. Well, I, I said this, I don't know, a year ago. I've prophesied by heaven so many things, and I've spoken to, to the body of Christ with so many uh, and revealed so many mysteries of God. And, and most of you didn't even bat an eye. Most of you thought I was, you know, was crazy, I was nuts. Most of you thought I lost my mind. But there's a lot of us preachers that have been telling you and warning the body of Christ, and you refuse to listen. But I'm telling you, it's like this. Once we go to a new level of evil, meaning another, if you will, another cat's out of the bag. Like, like uh, so many cats have come out of the bag, so to speak, with COVID. With, with this evil attack against humanity. That's really what COVID is. Satan hates humanity. It's the creation of God. And so Satan is trying to concoct everything he can to disrupt, to destroy, to hurt uh, a humanity or the, uh, a body or a person. Uh, hate and hates what God has created. But so uh, in with COVID, it didn't just have a, a, an effect on a body or a person that it now has had an effect, a ripple effect, and not even a ripple, a tidal wave effect uh, across our nation, across our world, across the globe. But in America, uh, it, it's affected now not only people, but it's affected our government. And there's certain things that have happened within our government. There's certain things that's happened uh, in our voting system where our rights were taken from us, where our lies were covered up, lies uh, were, were received. People were okay with, with the, the greatest lie of the century. People were okay with evil. People are okay with transgender. People are okay with homosexuality. People are okay uh, when men, you know uh, when uh, men and women leave each other and go find. People are okay when there's when this stuff's in the church. It's not okay. It's sin. God calls it sin, and sin comes from Satan, and sin is evil. Come on now. Uh, say amen to this. But the the, earth, the world's getting darker, and things are not—maybe I just need to say this for about five minutes. Five minutes. Things are not getting back to normal. Things will never go back to pre-COVID. Things are not getting normal. Not only are they not getting normal, but Satan has plan more plans— to try to come with ne the next wave and the next wave and the next wave against humanity. And we're the front line of heaven to combat what Satan is trying to concoct. And if we bow and run every time Satan comes up with something new, come on, Isaiah said, once again, Isaiah said, For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. When, when the glory of God is upon you, no evil thing will come to you. I'm telling you, some of you have heard what happened, and I've been I've been learning this <clears throat> that the Lord's been visiting a lot more people than just me the way He visited me, and He's visited some people a lot more severely than He's visited me. But the little, and I, and I say little because it was momentary, but it was enough. Uh, uh, I don't know how to say it. It was, it was there was enough heavenly energy to change me. 
just to do something in me. Uh, I, I don't think I can be the same. But you think about this now. Going back to about four weeks ago, I'm in my room. You've heard the story. Uh, the Lord enters into my room. Now, now not, not visibly, but in the spirit realm. And there was so much glory in my room that all I could do was weep and cry. I covered my face with the pillow. I don't know if I was hiding. I don't know if his presence was too much. All I knew is I had to cover my face with, with my pillow. And all I did was wept, 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 wept. Now, in the same moment that I, I wasn't afraid, there was no fear there. But I was, it, was a, it was an awe moment or a, a moment of reverence. In that same moment, there was so much peace and so much power in that room that there was no room. There was so much of God. There was no room for evil. There was no room for evil attacks. There was no room for the demonic. There was no room for, no room for Satan. And that's the scripture. <clears throat> in these last days, the Bible says uh, that he'll be, it'll be seen upon you. I can't even imagine taking what happened in my room and, and walking about uh, in life and people seeing and sensing what I felt in that room. I don't know if it's going to be a, a lesser dose. I don't know if it's going to be more, but all I know, it, it, I don't know how much came in my room. Like if we gauge God, uh, the glory of God from one to a hundred, I don't know if like 10% came in my room. I don't know if 1% came in my room. All I know is the percent that came in my room was enough to affect me and have an effect on my life forever. And that's what God says is going to happen to us. But here's back back to this now. Back back to and understand this now. <clears throat> you got to settle this. That Satan's concocting things. These are the last days. These are the end days. And as he is concocting things, and he it has uh, demons leading people in laboratories. Demons leading people on and on on it goes against humanity. <clears throat> so you have a superior weapon. Come on, uh, you're armed and the weapons you're armed with are superior than the weapons that Satan has or can create. He can't create anything. He's not a creator. God is a creator and we have creative ability and faith, but Satan can create anything. He can concoct. He, can, he, can have, he has science, but he doesn't have the ability we have. The Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty to, to God through the pulling down of strongholds. Come on now, say amen. Uh, so we, we have a greater, we, there's greater in us. But the body of Christ has got to begin to shine. The body of Christ, it, it, it seems like we, we got hot for God during COVID because we needed God. COVID passed and now we're becoming lukewarm. I, I, I don't understand this. I don't understand. We have, the, the, uh, the American church days, Sunday and Wednesday. That's just, a, it's like Sunday football. That's, what, that's the days of church that we have in America, established by Christian people way, way, way back, back, back. I don't understand this, how you can be in love with God but have an excuse not to come to the house of God every time the door is open. I'll say it again. I don't understand this. Like, I got to fight myself and I got to bite my tongue not to bring correction to the body of Christ over and over and over again. When, when the church doors open, 
on a, a Sunday or Wednesday. Yeah, I understand you you plan vacation, things come up. But when things come up uh, 25% of the time, when things come up 50% of the time, when things come up 75% of the time, no, no, no. We got to check some things in your life. We, we got to check, uh, you know, where God ranks because if God ranks number one, uh, you, your percentage is going to be a lot higher of present than absent. And I'm telling you what's happening is people don't understand. Uh, you you think you're just going to squeak by in these last days. You think, you know, God's going to give you the little star, gold star on your chest, on your breast, because you've done, you know, your little duties of, no, 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 I'm telling you right now, you've got to sell out. It's, it's time. It's the hour. It's the season that you're lit on fire by the king, by the, by the, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And you do things. If you're living a Christian life within your own power and ability, you haven't come far enough. No, 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 no. Uh, see, uh, the Holy Spirit in me, the fire of God that burns within me, leads and directs me beyond me. You say, well, you, you have your own, I do have my own decision, but the, the fire of God, when it burns so bright, it becomes a persuader. The Holy Spirit uh, will persuade, he'll, he'll persuade you into right. He'll, he'll persuade you into the things of God. But if you're just, uh, you know, you don't hear the Holy Spirit, uh, you think the Holy Spirit didn't talk to you and lead you in the way of God, and you don't do, uh, you know, quote unquote, God things because you don't feel the Holy Spirit told you to do. Hey, there's things the Holy Spirit doesn't have to tell you. Let me help you. The Holy Spirit doesn't have to tell you to come to church every time the doors are open. The Holy Spirit doesn't tell you to go to prayer every time we have a, a corporate prayer meeting. The Holy Spirit doesn't tell you, have to tell you to get up and pray uh, when you pray in the morning. The Holy Spirit doesn't have to tell you to study your Bible. The Holy Spirit doesn't have to tell you to be nice. The Holy Spirit doesn't have to tell you to be holy. The Holy Spirit doesn't have to tell you to be pure. The Holy Spirit doesn't have to tell you. These things happen when you become born again. You take on a, a new life. You take on a new way of doing things. You don't need the Holy Spirit to tell you to do certain things. You should do them because that's in your new DNA. Oh, glory to God. Come on now, say amen. I'll tell you that the, the greatest key uh, for me, the greatest key, uh, not even for me, but biblical key, but I've seen it in my life. When I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost 27 years ago, uh, when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, everything changed. Everything in my life changed. Everything, the way I thought, the way I acted, my disciplines, my drive, everything changed when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I attribute it to this. Uh, the Bible says in uh, 1 Corinthians 14, uh, 2, when you pray in the Spirit, you talk to God. And then the Bible says in the fourth verse there, uh, he that prays in other tongues, he edifies himself. Now, you don't just edify uh, your, your Christian part of you. No, when you pray in the spirit, you edify your spirit. Remember, you are a spirit. So you edify your spirit. <clears throat> well, in edifying your spirit, uh, you are fashioning within you uh, a, this new creation. You're creating an image by edifying. That word edifying means to build up, to strengthen, to fashion. So you're building yourself up. So when you pray in the Holy Ghost, you become extremely alert to the system or the, the ways of the kingdom of God. But when I can look at people, I, I can look at someone, I can be around you for a few minutes 
and I can tell you how much time you have praying in the Holy Ghost because it just it's just there's a light or there's no light. It's almost like some people are lit and some people are, are ashy and smoldering. Come on and say amen. Hey, have you ever been around a campfire? And I'll end with this. And you get around a campfire and when there's a hot fire, there, there's not too much smoke. Come on. It's not like hard. It's just beautiful. It's clean. <clears throat> it's pure. It's bright. And then you get around a, a, a lesser of a fire. Maybe it's not cold, but cooler than the hot fire. And then you go down and down and down to where it kind of goes out. And when you get to that go out, it's like staunchy. There's not a good smell. It's like you're waving your hand in front of your, you know, there's not a good smell to it. You taste not a good taste. It's just hard to be around. That's kind of what a lot of Christians have become. Their fire's out. They kind of have that smell of no fire. You kind of wave your hand because you don't want to be around them. Come on now. And you can see it in the spirit. And a lot of people walk around like we, like a lot of us can't, like we can't see it. No, it's time. Listen, I'm not saying this to hurt you or put you down, but I'm telling you, it's time. Listen to the words of the man of God or a man of God. It's time now. Light yourself on fire. Get around people of fire. Uh, pray in the Holy Ghost like never before. Run to God like never before. Uh, discipline yourself. Discipline, discipline, discipline yourself in the spirit realm. Get to the altars of God. Cast off you. Put on Christ. Cast off your flesh. Put on Christ. Cast off your emotions and your opinion. Some of you are, are an emotional wreck. That's not a fruit of the Spirit. Some of you are confused daily. That's not the fruit of the Spirit. You need to cast you off and you need to put on Christ. Wow. That time has surely flown. I hope this is helping you. I wanted to get to uh, Jesus at the well uh, with the woman of the well. And I wanted to talk about uh, the, the well that I drink from. Uh, I, want to, I don't have time to get into that. Maybe I'll get into it next week. But there's a well from heaven that we can drink from here on earth that comes to us supernaturally by the Spirit. Come on now. And I believe this, that Jesus... Uh, with a fan in his hand, or we even say this, when we look at that, teaching has a ladle, and Jesus can ladle uh, this drink or from this well of heaven and bring it to us in the spirit realm. And when we drink of the rivers of living water of heaven, it's so pure, it's so powerful. And it, come on now, say amen to this. I'll talk about this more next week. I hope these podcasts are helping you. I ask you every week, reach out, uh, talk to me, text me, uh, you know, email the church, whatever you got to do but let us know if these uh, podcasts are helping you and how they're helping you but god bless you i love you lift your head up now if you got a little corrected today that's not doom and gloom lift your head up take your correction now wipe yourself off and get back in alignment with the kingdom of god come on you serve the king of kings and lord of lords uh, we've been bought and purchased by the precious blood of jesus christ that's good news i love you I call you blessed in Jesus' mighty name. And until next time, God bless you.